Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 2 Kings chapter 22 Josiah was eight years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 31 years. His mother's name was Jedidah, daughter of Adiah. She was from Bozkath. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord and followed completely the ways of his father David, not turning aside to the right or to the left. In the 18th year of his reign, King Josiah sent the secretary, Shaphan, son of Azaliah, the son of Meshulam, to the temple of the Lord. He said, Go up to Hilkiah, the high priest, and have him get ready the money that has been brought into the temple of the Lord, which the doorkeepers have collected from the people. Have them entrust it to the men appointed to supervise the work on the temple. And have these men pay the workers who repair the temple of the Lord, the carpenters, the builders, and the masons. Also have them purchase timber and dress stone to repair the temple. But they need not account for the money entrusted to them because they are honest in their dealings. Hilkiah the high priest said to Shaphan the secretary, I have found the book of the law in the temple of the Lord. He gave it to Shaphan, who read it. Then Shaphan, the secretary, went to the king and reported to him, Your officials have paid out the money that was in the temple of the Lord and have entrusted it to the workers and supervisors at the temple. Then Shaphan, the secretary, informed the king, Hilkiah, the priest, has given me a book, and Shaphan read from it in the presence of the king. When the king heard the words of the book of the law, he tore his robes. He gave these orders to Hilkiah the priest, Ahiakim son of Shaphan, Akbor son of Micaiah, Shaphan the secretary, and Asiah the king's attendant. Go and inquire of the Lord for me and for the people and for all of Judah about what is written in this book that has been found. Great is the Lord's anger that burns against us, because those who have gone before us have not obeyed the words of this book. They have not acted in accordance with all that is written there concerning us. Hilkiah the priest, Ahiakim, Akbor, Shaphan, and Asiah went to speak to the prophet Huldah, who was the wife of Shalom, son of Tikva, the son of Harhas, keeper of the wardrobe. She lived in Jerusalem in the new quarter. She said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Tell the man who sent you to me, this is what the Lord says. I'm going to bring disaster on this place and on its people, according to everything written in the book the king of Judah has read. Because they have forsaken me and burned incense to other gods and aroused my anger by all the idols their hands have made, my anger will burn against this place and it will not be quenched. Tell the king of Judah who sent you to inquire of the Lord. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says concerning the words you've heard. Because your heart was responsive and you humbled yourself before the Lord when you heard what I have spoken against this place and its people, that they would become a curse and be laid waste. And because you tore your robes and wept in my presence, I also have heard you, declares the Lord. Therefore, I will gather you to your ancestors and you will be buried in peace. Your eyes will not see all of the disaster I'm going to bring on this place. 
So they took her answer back to the king. Now, this chapter, 22, introduces us to King Josiah. Josiah began to reign when he was eight years old, and he reigned for 31 years. So he's going to die a very young man. He's going to die at the age of 39 years old. But he was under the tutelage of the priests. We find out more about Josiah in in Chronicles and uh, a little bit more about Josiah, I believe, in the book of Isaiah as well. But Josiah was a good king. In fact, he was Judah's best king. Not to be confused with King David, who was the combined kingdom's best king, but Judah, of course, accounting for the the southern kingdom. Josiah was the best king among all the kings of the southern kingdom. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. He repaired the temple of the Lord, and uh, he spent the temple income to repair the temple of the Lord because he was zealous for the Lord. In the midst of the renovations, Hilkiah, the high priest, found the book of the law in the temple of the Lord. Now, the book of the law, this is the Torah, the law of Moses. Friends, we don't know if this was the last remaining copy on earth, but it may have been. And so the the law of Moses had fallen into disuse by the time that King Josiah came along. And so much so that even the high priest didn't have a copy of it. But the high priest found the copy of the book of the law in the temple of the Lord. And so he gave it to the the secretary, the king's secretary, and uh, the king's secretary took it to Josiah and read it to him. Now, verse 11 says, when the king heard the words of the book of the law, he tore his robes. And now why did he do that, friends? Because he realized that the God of Israel had standards that his people were supposed to live by. And he recognized that they had not lived up to the law of Moses and contained within the law of Moses were specific curses, if you will, or or layers of judgment that were explained that would come on Israel and then later on Judah uh, due to their disobedience. And so he gave orders to go and inquire of the Lord. Find me a prophet, go inquire of the Lord with the prophet, and find out what the Lord's going to do about all that uh, has been written in this book of the law concerning Judah and Judah's great sin, because obviously the Lord's anger is is really high. It's burning against us because of, of those who have gone before us. And uh, I'm sure he's alluding to King Manasseh and others that had diverged from the ways of the Lord. And so interestingly, the, uh, the high priest and a little um, entourage went and they found a prophetess named Hulda. Now, we don't have a lot in the Bible about Hulda. But she was a legitimate prophetess. She was recognized as a prophetess. She was a wife of a man named Shalom, who was the keeper of the wardrobe. And so she lived in Jerusalem. And uh, this little entourage from the king went to her and explained what had happened, that the book of the law had been found, and uh, the king had read it and was concerned about God's judgment on Israel. So this is her response. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Tell the man who sent you to me, this is what the Lord says, I'm, I'm going to bring disaster on this place and its people. According to everything written in the book, the king of Judah has read, because they have forsaken me and burned incense to other gods and aroused my anger by all of their idols that their hands have made, my anger will burn against this place and will not be quenched. And so Josiah was to hear all this, but she wasn't finished. She gave all this general word for Israel or for Judah, and then she gave a personal prophetic word 
to King Josiah. Verse 19, because your heart was responsive and you humbled yourself before the Lord when you heard what I've spoken against this place and its people, therefore I will gather you to your ancestors and you will be buried in peace. Your eyes will not see the disaster I'm going to bring on this place. And so they took her answer back to the king. Now, this is the way we finish this chapter. But friends, this is really a monumental chapter in Israel's history. Here, Judah has the best king they ever had, but we find out it's too late because of what his predecessors has, have done. Judgment has already been decreed. And so even though this man's heart was right toward the Lord, even though he repented for the sins of his people, he wept, he cried out to God, the Lord says, no, judgment is determined. But for you, I'm going to spare you from seeing it. You're going to die a young man. You're going to die at, um, at age 39. You won't live to see the judgment poured out on your people. And so Judah's sins have risen to the point where they had lost the book of the law. We don't know how many generations it had fallen into disuse. As I mentioned, this may have been the last surviving copy on the planet. We don't know. But whatever the case, Israel was no longer living by the law of Moses, and the Lord's anger uh, had risen to the point of, of no return. And so we want to pray that that doesn't happen to us in our country. Lord, um, you and you alone know where our country stands on the timeline of judgment. Lord, in many things, we have diverged from your will and your ways. We have not done what's right in the eyes of the Lord. We have not followed the ways of our fathers that loved you. God, forgive our country. Have mercy on our country. Delay judgment on our country, even if it's been decreed. Lord, have mercy. We pray for revival nationally, that you would save the lost and heal the saved, equip the saved and send them throughout the earth to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. One more time, we ask you all of this, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.